And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. We're part of the Athletic Podcast Network. With me today is my good friend, Alex Pierce. Alex, what's up? What's up? Good morning. Good morning. It's, uh... All-Star break. No basketball. Woo! Woo! It's been been kind of nice to have a little break. But the Thunder get back in action tomorrow night against the Dallas Mavericks, who are on the Woo! second night of a back-to-back. <laughs> Yay! That's rough for them. <laughs> I know. Right out the gate, they get a back-to-back. Uh, San Antonio wow. OKC for them. So, quite the battle. Uh, let's go Go ahead and just take a look at the standings. We can go to our friends, tankathon.com. Uh, I'm going to share my screen. Maybe we can do a, uh, a, a little a, a little lottery sim here. Oh, pull, pull the lever. Let's see what we get. So here at the Thunder are currently sitting at nine. Uh, tied, tied for with eight the Pelicans. with the Pelicans, oh which gosh. is just kind of an unbelievable thought. Oh my <laughs> god! The same record as that roster, but maybe Stan Van's past his prime. Maybe he doesn't deserve to be in the league, Alex. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> you jumped there quickly. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of people posting. Uh, they, they must. I forget what outlet it is, but they were doing some type type of like mock trade. And they traded away Brandon Ingram as their very first trade, as in like this league-wide <laughs> thing, wow, which just seems sir. so crazy to me. It's a big jump. That's a big jump. Uh, they, I don't... He's had like fifty games with his eye on, and people are like, "Gotta, gotta get him out of here. <laughs> get him out." <laughs> I'd take him. Yeah, I'd take, for sure. I'd take Bi uh, easily. Uh, so, anyways, the Thunder would have if if. Things just went chalk. The Thunder would have pick nine and pick 17 in the draft, which feels no good. Just, feels sickening to me. Oh, I've taken some time to watch some more of the prospects in the draft, and it's just becoming increasingly clear that you want a top five pick. Uh, so well, it's still, still not impossible, but we, the Thunder have got some work to do. Yeah, and last night, in particular, because there were some tweet, two tweets, one from Sam Vecini and one from Mike Schmitz, both basically just gushing about the top five, and both basically saying this is one of the best top fives we've seen in the past decade. I'm having a really hard time ranking anyone in this top five because I feel bad putting any of them at four or five. And Sam Vecini even went as far as saying like Jalen Suggs has a legit shot at being number two in this draft. Or, or he should have a legit shot, in his opinion. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, there's. Well, I mean, just to imagine 
And it feels, oh, I'm starting to get scared because we've seen this happen in the lottery and I'm not saying it's rigged. I don't believe it's rigged, but this just happens with like Anthony Davis left, New Orleans got the first pick. We've mm-hmm. seen scenarios like that multiple times and Houston is in the perfect scenario for that because they, they really lost are. James Harden. Yep. It would be a, a storybook ending for them to mm-hmm. land the number one pick and it's terrifying me. Yeah, same. Yep. <laughs> Talked about that on the Daily Ding that uh, was released yesterday with Will Guillory. He's like, yeah, he's like, I've seen this before. He said the league likes to give teams that just lost a superstar a superstar. So, yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that means we got to trade Shea here pretty quick in order to uh, <laughs> secure the number one pick for the Thunder. <laughs> oh no, we lost him. Yeah, does Al Horford count as a superstar? <laughs> does Chris Paul count? Could we, could we find He's a gone? loophole here? Ricky Rubio, does that count? Cumulatively, all who's these a top guys. Five, who's a top five pick? Hey, Horford was a top five pick too. Can we That's lose true. him? Uh, okay, let's send the lottery. This is just this is just to illustrate what can happen, like the realities that we're facing here. Let's see. So Thunder Terrible. stay at nine. This is a this is just a hard look at reality, is what this is to me. This is yeah, just a Houston hard gets look. The number two pick. Congrats yes. to them. Yeah, we there is oh. obviously there's a chance that the Thunder jump up. I've been sent lots of screenshots of this. It's wonderful. But this is just a hard look at where we are and where the Thunder are at. 17 yeah. and 9. And look at Golden State. Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's just because the way it is right now. Right. But yeah, we're not getting that pick either. Run it one right. more time, Andrew. Come on. We got to start our week with some more hope. There we go. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Second is, one. This is dr- Welcome to Dreamland, <laughs> where the Thunder get 2 and 6. Gosh, because Houston I would, drops three spots, that'd be great. There we go. I would, I would cease to exist if this happened. Number two, like two is like you don't get Cade, but you get your chance to choose whichever one of those other four that you like. I mean, come on. Yeah, like, and be... six is like the perfect spot because, like, what if one of those guys dropped out of the top five? What Let's if see, someone who would be likes... so dumb? Who would be so so dumb to do this? Actually, you know what? The, the Thunder have a chance at Cade because Minnesota's picking at one. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Uh, yeah, I... Who, who, maybe Is there a player outside of that top five? Or like, who is the most likely for a team to fall in love with outside of that top five? I don't know, because I just don't know that there's the star potential in anybody else. There's like great role player potential. Yeah. Like Scott, like Scotty Barnes at six for OKC would be very, very interesting. Because um, you have Shea and you have whoever you like there, Jalen Green, Kaminga, Suggs, Mobley, whoever. Like the, they have star potential. They have twenty plus point per game scoring potential from all of those guys. And then you draft like a role playing guy that can kind of do it all, play defense, and Scotty Barnes, great athlete. I don't know. I kind of like that. Kind of like the oh, idea so now, of that. So now you want to take them in the top five. You're going to pass on Kuminga to take one of these guys. You're talking them up so much. <laughs> I would love for if Kuminga dropped a six in the scenario. That'd be so stupid. Uh, yeah, and then poor Detroit dropping to five. Yeah, that's right. After, after, after all they've done. Let's sim it one more time. 
Back oh, to you reality. Got you got <laughs> back, greedy. Back to reality, <laughs> Thunder fans. Nine and 17. Okay. Great. Uh, yeah. So we're th- there's some work to be done here. And look, New Orleans jumps up to number one. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? Well, yeah, I can because it just happened <laughs> like two years ago. But <laughs> it did. That would be right. terrible. It would be super terrible. Uh, Alex, something that's not super terrible, actually, sometimes it is super terrible, is our trade awards, mid season trade awards. Alex, why don't, you, why don't you guide us through this process real quick? So, this is our second annual Down to Dunk Trade Awards where we create uh, five categories. Five categories of trades, fake trades, not real trades. And I solicit on Twitter for some trade ideas and people send in trade ideas for any number of these categories. Me and Andrew sift through them and we decide who the winner is. Now we are each, we have not consulted each other. I just sent Andrew the full doc with all the trades. So he's gonna pick his winner. I'm gonna pick my winner. And then if they're the same, that's great. If they're different, we're going to have to convince one or the other. The winners will be receiving NBA Hoops rookie cards for Poku or Teo. And uh, if you don't know a lot about cards, maybe this will be your first card that you've gotten. Hoops is the first time that these players appear in their NBA jerseys. So it's kind of fun for that reason. So this is the first rookie card where Poku appears in the Thunder jersey. Very exciting. Or Teo. So you'll be getting one of those in the mail. Top loaded. Top loaded. I'm going to top load it for you. Sleeved and top loaded. <laughs> what is top loaded? It's a little case. You put it in a little case so it doesn't get oh, okay. bent. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So we had five categories. Let me run through the categories real quick, and then we'll start with category one. Category one, Thunder Playoff Push Trade. The idea here was you get one trade to try to push the Thunder towards the playoffs which as we just saw, you don't need to push them that far. Category two, Thunder Tank Trade. So this is your best Thunder Tank Trade. Category three, a non-Thunder Playoff Push Trade. So this, I specifically asked you to not choose a team in the top six of their conference and either help them get into the top six so they don't have to worry about the play-in game or help a team that's further down get into the play-in game. Category four was Friends of the Tank Trade. So this is a team that is currently below the Thunder in the standings, which as we just talked about is a lot of teams, it turns out. So I wanted you to make a trade for one of those teams to make them better. And then the last category, this was a new one because you guys have some ideas and I wanted you to just give you the opportunity to do whatever you wanted was the psycho behavior trade. I basically said no rules, no rules. You can do whatever you want. You know, if you want to make a team full of mics, just try to gather all the mics on one team. You could do it. And this one, that last category, not really worried about realism. Speaking of realism, what are we grading these on? Originality. Is it a trade I've heard of a thousand times before mm-hmm. or not? Yep. Um, does it is it a good trade in the context of whatever the category is? And then is it realistic? Like if I kind of allow myself to get in the mode of the Thunder trying to make a playoff push, would it be a realistic trade? So, Andrew, are you ready? I'm ready. Totally ready. All right. So, category one, I'll just say from the start, I hated all these trades. 
awful garbage. <laughs> there's, there's some rough ones. Because I don't want it. Because obviously, I don't want the Thunder to make a trade like this. And there were no. so many. There were so many of these trades. One in particular. I'm like, I didn't even. I deleted it because I didn't want to look at it. <laughs> Somebody sending multiple first for like Terrence Ross and Aaron Gordon or something. Oh, well, just gosh. just the idea of uh, we collected all these picks over the past few years. And we're going to spend it on these guys. And we're going to try to be the magic in yeah. the again, West. <laughs> I'm not blaming the listeners. I asked you to do this, okay? So this is my fault. But in this, in this mindset, I'm trying to think, okay, let's say that the ownership group comes to Sam Presti and says, hey, we're really close to the playoffs. Let's try to make it. We know that Sam Presti wouldn't necessarily – he would still want to get a good deal. So he'd probably still want yeah. to trade for someone who's youngish. He wouldn't want to give up a ton. So that was kind of the mindset I was going in with. Also, Sam probably throws a brick through the window and then calls the Knicks and says, hey, I'm available. <laughs> also possibly true. So this one was really hard. The one I ended up going with, because it fulfilled enough of those uh, criteria for me, was okay. actually so there were two people that made variations of this trade. I went with this uh-huh. one from Et Medicine Clam. Okay. And it is Darius Baisley and the Miami 2023 first for John Collins. The thinking here was first of all from Atlanta's side, I think that's about what they would get for John Collins if they truly do want to just move him right now and sure. they have no intention of signing him this summer and they would probably just let him walk this summer if that's the case. Getting a young player like Darius Baisley and a first, albeit I think that first is top 14 protected, but whatever. I think that's a reasonable return. I don't, I, I still don't think they would accept it, but I think that's a reasonable return. And then from the yeah. Thunder side, you're basically subbing out Bays for John Collins. So John Collins becomes your new starting power forward. Um, you, you play him at some center as well. This scenario, you're just trying to get a younger player who you could potentially then sign this summer. Yes, it's probably going to be overpay, but who cares? Because our, our cap sheet's going to look pretty good going forward. Mm-hmm. Why not? I like John Collins. So I thought that was reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't... John Collins doesn't quite fit what the Thunder are currently doing, uh, but he certainly can score better than anybody else <laughs> besides Shea. <laughs> so there's a reason why he doesn't fit that. Uh, so I'd I'd be interested to see what the fit was, but it's certainly a talent upgrade. Uh, I had trouble choosing between two trades. Mm. One was uh, Timothy H four I three is what I believe it says. Uh, Darius Baisley for PJ Tucker, and it <laughs> it made me laugh. <laughs> But it would it would certainly be an upgrade for this season. Obviously, this is something that would never, ever, ever happen, ever. But it would certainly help this team push for the playoffs. Uh, because I think PJ would... This team is obviously competing more and competing at a higher level than Houston is right now. And he just comes in, plays hard defense, hits corner threes. Yeah, bring in a five-point-per-game score to this team, start them, play 35 minutes. Every game's going to be like 86, 83. (laughs) I didn't choose that one. I did, however, pick Ben Elephant Kings 
P.J. Tucker and Victor Oladipo for Darius Miller, Hamadou Diallo, Isaiah Roby, a first-round pick and a second-round pick. Um, oh, I, I mean, I saw that one. I just, I'm not feeling hot about Oladipo. I guess the argument you can make is it's an expiring. So as long as you're not giving up a ton, you can They're make not a short... It, they give up a first to do which this. Which first? The, oh, which one did he say? Makes a difference. Yeah. It wasn't a good one. I don't think any good firsts were put in any of these trades, <laughs> no matter what. Yeah. Which I respect. I respect it. But it also makes them like not realistic at all. But I do think any first for uh Oladipo makes sense, right? I think it I think it's the I think it's a Denver first. Okay. But any any first, you know, makes some sense. It is, so you're getting yeah. Oladipo yeah. and who? Oladipo and PJ Tucker. And it's Miller, Hami, and Isaiah Roby. Yeah. I mean, that's disgusting. Uh, really, any trade that the Thunder would make to get better at this point would be disgusting to me. <laughs> See, um, I, I feel like that one's uniquely disgusting because you're bringing in these old guys for the team. So that's how you win be- though. Bringing in old guys, that's how you win. I don't think John Collins necessarily helps you win. I think he makes your talent level higher, but I don't think it necessarily helps you win. Oh, that's why I chose him cuz you're stealth competing. <laughs> Sam could sell it to the ownership group like, "Hey, we brought in John Collins. People really like him. We're going to make a playoff push, but then it's not going to work." I don't Where think it a- would work. I think I think it's a I mean, because Baisley has been he's been plus minus the worst player on the team. Um, True, but still, I don't know that John Collins helps you all that much. Oh, fine, okay. So we're gonna go with Benelifit King. Yeah, it that's a painful category to go through. That's yeah, just, it was awful. I don't know why I did it. Yeah, I don't know either. Thanks a lot, Alex. All right, so congratulations to Benelifit King for bringing in two old guys. Thank you. Next, we have category two. Thunder tank trade. Now, obviously, this is just a trade to make the Thunder worse in the short term. But I specifically looked at it like if Sam Presti only had one trade to make, he's got to do whatever he can in one trade to make mm-hmm. the team as bad as possible. Which means that when I saw like Justin Al Horford trade or just a George Hill trade, not going to be good enough not going to be good mm-hmm. enough because I've already seen this team without both of those guys and doesn't make a difference. <laughs> it doesn't do it for us. So I deleted those immediately. Uh-huh. Um, so I was mostly, I was more looking for ones where we're sending out multiple rotation players that I don't have a strong opinion on. Okay. I'm wondering, <laughs> I think we might have chosen the same one, but keep going. Well, there are two. There are two. And the first one was from Taylor Lynch 12. Yes. This was a Knicks trade. Hamadou Diallo, Kenrich Williams, Mike Muscala. Those are three rotation players going out the door. Like it. Getting back Kevin Knox, Ignace Bradzikis, and a 2021 second rounder from Detroit. Now, that is not a great return, I admit. You don't think that's a great... The 2021 Detroit second? That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that is good. But then you're you're getting these two guys, Kevin Knox, Ignace Bradzikis. You don't want Bradzikis? He's the guy when when they're doing uh, card breaks 
and they start doing a slow reveal with the card and you see the Knicks logo and the rookie card from that year, everyone gets excited that it's going to be R.J. Barrett and it's always yeah. Ignis. Always it's Ignis. Always <laughs> okay. The, the other one, though, that I think should compete with that, was that yours? That's one of mine. I have a few that I want to go through and kind of talk okay. out a little bit. The other one was from uh, SportsFan405, 405 fan. Also on my list, yeah. Who took a literal screenshot of his computer. He took a picture. I can see the blinds (laughs) in the computer screen. (laughs) Makes it much more difficult to read. Okay, he sent out the same group, Hamadou Diallo, Kenrich Williams, Mike Muscala, like that. Sent them to the 76ers for Mike Mm -hmm. Scott, Paul Reed, and Isaiah Joe. So Paul Reed and Isaiah Joe, rookies. They're on rookie scale deals. Paul Reed blowing up the G League. Yep. Looking great. So I almost I almost think the return there is a little bit better, although I guess you could convince me with that Detroit second rounder that that of all those assets, maybe that's the best one, depending on what you think about Paul Reed and Isaiah Joe. Yeah. That's a draft heads trade for all you draft heads out oh, there. Oh, all the draft heads. Sports and four or five is definitely a draft head. I love it. Uh, I like that one too. I also had uh at Shea underscore MIP. George Hill and Mike Muscala for Trey Burke and Willie Cauley Stein. Uh, That one was too disgusting. (laughs) I loved that because I think obviously that very much helps Dallas. That's like a trade I think Dallas would make. And then I think like Trey Burke as like a chucker off the bench and then Willie Cauley Stein is just this crazy guy off the bench would definitely help the tanking cause for OKC. Uh, I liked that. Uh, then also shout out to uh, Timothy H413 with the Anthony Edwards and a 2022 first round pick for SGA. <laughs> Immediately deleted that one. It well. just made me laugh. Like just <laughs> Obviously, we would not do that. But I do think just taking the life out of the Thunder bench and trading yeah. Hami, Kenrich, and Muscala is a genius tank move. And... I'm a little worried that Paul Reed and Isaiah Joe might come in and do some stuff for this team. Oh, they just no. have the feel for somebody that would do something. And you know who doesn't have that feel? Kevin Ignis Knox Bradzikis. and Ignace Bradzikis. <laughs> like that's, I cannot even fathom a world in which either of those two help the Thunder. So I'm going with Taylor Lynch 12, just because I think you get the Detroit second, which I would really like. And then you bring in two guys that I just think need so much development that they cannot possibly help you yeah i after thinking through i actually didn't even read that that second was from detroit until right now yeah so yeah i i think you can make an argument that either paul reed or that second is the best asset out of all these guys and kevin knox you know we've talked about him a lot It'd be nice to just see it so that we could all stop talking about it. Hey, we're, we're trying to get that entire Kentucky team here. And oh, that's, that's true. Just, he played with Shea. Yeah, he played with Shea. And oh. with, well, he, he deal Hami away, but he played with Hami too. Uh, it's, it's funny. I was actually talking with Mike Vorkanoff, who's the Knicks beat writer earlier this week, about Ken Rich. And he was mm-hmm. like asking me asking me about like what's about Ken Rich. And then he was like, Do you think the Detroit second round pick would be enough to get him? And I'm like furiously yes. typing, like, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's do it. He's the perfect Tibbs player too, Ken Rich is. He'd play forty oh, minutes. Oh, for a sure. Game. 
Um, okay, so Taylor Lynch, 12, wins that one. Narrow defeat over 405 fan. They both had the same idea, sent out the same three guys. So it was just a difference in what the return was. But yeah, I thought both of those really nailed it in terms of yeah. we have to get rid of multiple guys if this team is going to lose significantly. Yep. All right, so category three, non-Thunder playoff push trade. So I asked for people to look for a team outside of the top six currently and try to make a trade that would either get them into the top six or just into the play-in game. We got a lot of options. Oh, wow, I narrowed it down to two. I've deleted a lot. (laughs) I got one. You got one. Okay, I'm very interested. Why don't you go first? Okay, so this one is from at Driving the Paint. And it's Andre Iguodala, Myers Leonard, uh, rest in peace, Myers Leonard, uh, Kendrick Nunn, and KZ Apollo for PJ Tucker and Victor Oladipo. Okay. I, I did a, a version of that. Um, yeah. Yeah, that Myers Leonard contract is going to be interesting because they basically signed him this summer to use him as a big contract in a trade. Yes. And, and so we, now we don't need, need to discuss in detail what's going on with them, but they have they have sent him away, and they've go away, Myers. I, I have to, be, ass- I, and yeah, I have to ahead. assume that's going to make any trade more difficult, even if the team on the receiving end is thinking like, okay, we're going to waive him immediately or whatever. Yeah, like that had to have made that potential transaction even more difficult to get him off the team, even though yeah, you he, probably he was, have to attach an asset to him. Like, he was just going to be used as salary filler regardless. Um, But now it's a type of thing where the the team taking him on is likely going to be waiving him anyway. So that's really interesting how that's going to screw them up. Uh, I did actually a similar one, which is from uh, NZ Big Mike from New Zealand, I assume. Mm -hmm. A very similar deal. Oladipo, PJ Tucker, going to the Mavericks in return for James Johnson Tim Hardaway Jr., a 2021 second from Dallas, and then a 2027 lottery-protected first from Dallas. Mm -hmm. I mean, the idea here is that Tim Hardaway isn't expiring. Now, Mm -hmm. they're probably going to pay Tim Hardaway this summer if he stays there. But I do think getting in two veterans like Oladipo and Tucker, even though I'm worried about Oladipo especially, Especially considering this summer, if you're if you're trading for Old Depot, it's likely because you're you're wanting or willing to pay him. That said, a team with Luca, Oladipo, Tucker makes me feel a lot better about them this year. And you're not yeah. really giving up a lot other than Tim Hardaway. Obviously, Tim Hardaway is the big piece. I kind of like Hardaway better than Oladipo. Oh man, I I don't even know if you're wrong. I don't even know if you're wrong. I was looking at uh, Oladipo's stats. He's been brutal. And He's you been really bad. Theoretically have to pay him. And maybe he gets into a different situation and he plays better because I do think that that situation in Houston is toxic at this point. Like it's it's a very very bad situation for for anybody. And so I would not be surprised if whoever trades for Vic or whoever trades for PJ Tucker gets a good player. Uh, but I just, to me, it's a, it's kind of risky because Dallas is in this position right now where they can't really afford to lose guys that are good. And I think they know that Tim Hardaway is good. 
And so if you trade him for Oladipo, to me, it's it's risky. Obviously, there's more upside with Vic, but it's it's a little bit risky to me. It is risky because it's all short term. I mean, P.J. Tucker, you know, maybe he bounces back. He has not been great this season, but maybe he bounces back in Dallas. But then what are you going to do? Now he's like 36 or 37. Yeah. Is he older than him? that? And so then you have to pay him. Like, yes, you're, you're getting a, another good player on your team, but your your timeline is so out of whack at that point because you yep. have so many old guys surrounding Luka. And that honestly would look like what other teams who got generational stars have done, <laughs> whether it was like LeBron in Cleveland the first time when they were just bringing in like every old guy they could find, like right. Antoine Jameson, or even like what <laughs> the Pelicans oh did gosh. with Anthony Davis, like trying yeah. to push push it too quick. And I totally understand mm-hmm. the reason for wanting to push it quick because we saw last year in the playoffs, like Luka's ready. Luka's ready. If you just surround him with a team, like he's ready. Yeah. But I don't know if this is the the trade. So what was yours again? Mine was the Miami Heat trade. Iguodala, Myers Leonard, Kendrick Nunn, KZ Apollo for PJ Tucker and Oladipo. Yeah, and I, I, th- I feel like that trade makes more sense for Miami because they are in such a weird position right now. Their roster is yeah. so strange about that like they could do anything next. And this doesn't really hurt their flexibility because they could be the type of team who brings on Oladipo and then just lets them walk this summer and they wouldn't really care. Exactly. And they're not giving up anything. Like Kendrick like Kendrick Nung wasn't he's been he's been playing a lot for them this year, but he wasn't in the playoff rotation for them last year. Yeah. Casey Apollo is just like this raw athlete, which I think if I'm Houston, I'd like to bring him in and see what he's got. Uh, and then obviously like Iguodala, Myers Leonard. They're basically just replacing the Jay Crowder and Iguodala minutes with PJ Tucker and Oladipo from last year. And it's like, okay, that's maybe comparable to what you'll get from those. Okay. Two guys. So who, who was that? Who's uh trade? This is from at, at driving the paint. Was oh, that Ronald Swanson? I believe that's correct. Okay. Okay. Uh, Alex, before we go to category four, let's go oh. to the stream. Uh, M Webb, <laughs> I have to say this is the first uh, message we got this morning. He says, "Poku Nation, rise up! Poku's back! I cannot, honestly, I cannot wait. I will be there on Thursday night to watch Poku's emergence from the G League bubble back to the NBA. I cannot wait for that." Uh, we have Kirk from Lexington, Kentucky. Jonathan Green from Sweden. We have Jess from. Perth, Australia. She says, bless your show. Thank you so much. We have Zach in OKC. Christos from Greece. We have Brian from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. (laughs) We have Yoni from Israel. Uh, Xander in Brisbane. Uh, Holy moly, guys. Lots and lots and lots of people in here. We really appreciate you guys uh, listening. Uh, Jamie from Mexico or Jaime. Sorry. Uh, we have James Bacon from Mustang, Oklahoma. We have, um, I can't read your name, but you're from Boston. Thanks for coming. Sam from Phoenix. Uh, Jay on the other side of planet Earth. We have Brushy from Albuquerque. Uh, we have uh, Shantaya Krishna from Zambia. Wow, I've actually been to Zambia. That's, that's big time. That's very exciting. Uh, Joshua from Nashville. Uh, Michael in Vietnam. 
and Falk in Denmark. Wow, down to duck worldwide. Now, Andrew, how many Thanks. how many people you think are pulling our chain? You, you think anyone comes There's in dip- here and just names a random place? Yes, yes, I do. But I believe in my heart of hearts that probably 90% are not yanking our chain. Hmm, I'm suspicious. <laughs> I'm suspicious. I need pictures. Can you put pictures on these comments? <laughs> let, let, <laughs> oh, man, let us know. Uh, when we come back from this break, we are going to discuss categories four and five, which uh, got a little bit dicey. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer, and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back from that quick break. Alex, Category 4 of our trade awards. This one made me more angry than any other category. I know I did this to myself, but still. So Category 4 was Friends of the Tank trade. The idea here was that you would take one of the teams that is currently below the standings from the Thunder, make them a trade that would help them get above the Thunder. What did most people do? They did another Thunder trade. (laughs) (laughs) And I did not explicitly state it, so it's my fault. But I was ideally hoping to not read more Thunder trades. But we got a lot of Thunder trades, and so I didn't necessarily delete them all. But I did give preference to uh, trades that did not involve the Thunder. And I'll just say up front, these are some nasty trades. Some nasty, nasty trades. This is bad. Yeah. Okay, but bad. but the one I went with, and this is a this is a disgusting trade, Andrew. <laughs> I actually had to do some research to find out if these guys were even better than the ones <laughs> they were sending out. This is from well. Grayson Wilbanks. Okay. It is a Wizards Pistons trade. Okay. Yeah, the, I know this. Yeah. The Pistons trade Robin Lopez, Ish Smith, Howell Neto. And two second rounders for Mason Plumley and DeLon Wright. Uh, 
Now, first of all, I had to go look up to see if Mason Plumley was better than Robin Lopez. Because I just like honestly don't know off the top of my head because I, I don't, don't know that he is. Well, I don't I, know that he is. I went to 538's Raptor because it was just like, okay, this is something I could look at. They were actually yeah. ranked right next to each other. And Robin yeah. Lopez was in front of him. However, DeLon Wright, according to Raptor, is the 14th ranked point guard in the NBA this season. He's that that portion of it would definitely make the Wizards better. And I think uh, we also would both- what also way older than you think he is Delon Wright. I think Yeah, he's probably like 28 name. at this point. The other yeah. thing though, comparing Robin Lopez and Mason Plumley, we can both agree Mason Plumley is a much better passer. He's averaging over 3 assists right now. He had a triple double <laughs> this year. You pair him with Russell Shh. Westbrook you're going to be having a triple-double every night. One of these <laughs> yeah, two guys. I, I, I was going to say, I would argue that his passing is, is less important on the Wizards than it is on the Pistons. But it would be nice to have someone else on that Wizards team that could pass. Because then you have like Denny, who's like a solid passer. like He can rotate the ball. Brad yeah. Beal. Mason Plumlee. Yeah. Like, I do think it would help their offense. And so even though that is... Also remember who the coach is. This is this is Scotty Brooks here. Scotty, we're not we're not. The ball isn't just swing swinging around like crazy. Maybe that's because he's never had the players, Andrew. Okay, let's just keep saying that. (laughs) Okay, so I am going with that trade, which again, not not sexy. All right, it's not sexy. I know it's not sexy. It's not, but it is a blockbuster. (laughs) <laughs> and, and here's I love Delon Wright for them. I do. I do like that. Thank I think you. That he would give them some juice. Yeah. And for the Pistons uh, side, like you get out of that Mason Plumlee contract. Do you really want to at this point start playing Isaiah Stewart? Really do a yeah. good tank. You're getting two second rounders. You're getting a bunch of guys who are expiring. So those two deals, like Delon Wright, goes into extra year. Mason Plumlee goes an extra two years after this year. You're getting a bunch of expirings back. You open up more cap space that you can use to spend on dead money for Blake Griffin. It's a great deal for both sides. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'll we'll we'll go ahead and give it to him. I just said there's too much Robin Lopez in this uh, in these trades for my liking. He's been good for the Wizards. He's been a very helpful player. He was probably so the I, most traded player of all of he was this, this entire exercise. Him and Otto yeah. Porter. Otto Porter came up a lot yes. too. Yes, he did. And I don't know what to do with him. I've, I'd be glad for the Thunder to trade Al Horford for him and just just get it done. But yeah, I think that yeah, that's that's fine. I'm I'm uh, I'm done talking about Category Four. <laughs> there, I mean, the other ones were the other ones that I saved were all Thunder trades, um, which again yeah. I was trying to not give them any preference. I did think there was a funny trade where uh, Nemanja Bjelica was the big get for the Wizards. <laughs> he doesn't even play for, for the King. Maybe it'll help. I don't know. Okay, and then we get to Category 5, which, again, my fault, psycho behavior trade. I told you you could do whatever yeah. you wanted. Somebody sent in a trade that was so long, I could not actually see it. it I, I didn't even include it on the doc I sent to you. Because it took up so much space, like, you know, when, when you click on a trade, like an ESPN trade, yeah. and it shrinks it down, and I was, like, trying to zoom in, and I could not zoom in. I had no idea what the trade said. So yeah. I just had to give it up. So there were a lot of funny ones, and, of course, I, I 
wanted to choose a funny one. Now, the one I would have chosen has already won an award today. So I'm not going to choose them, but I'll let you know what it was. And it was from Driving the Paint. And he basically did what he called the five names, four players trade. So he traded Chris Paul, George Hill, and Marquise Chris to the Clippers for the purpose of having a five-man unit that was Marquise Chris Paul, George Hill. I thought that was pretty cool. (laughs) That was so good. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. (laughs) So that was actually my favorite one. But again, Driving the Paint has already won, so cannot win another one. Um, What are some other ones you liked? So my winner, uh, Evan ETM. I don't know how you execute any of this, but I just love the idea of having, uh, he said, in honor of Chris Fisher, not knowing how to say Shea Gilgis Alexander, I present to you Thunder Hyphenated. The the entire lineup would be uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker. Uh, So he, he has them. Nikhil Alexander, Anthony Towns, Michael Carter, Contavious Caldwell, Taylor Horton. <laughs> it's perfect. I, I just loved it. I love the idea of bringing in only hyphenated players to the Thunder and uh, it just being a complete nightmare on the broadcast. That, that was a good one. Um, let me bring up some other ones because this one did have like the, the funniest examples. One of the ones I thought was very funny was Taylor Lynch 12. He made a bunch of trades to get as many juniors on the team as possible. And ended up with, on on Houston, and ended up with nine juniors, like Gary Trent Jr., Daniel House Jr., Michael Porter Jr., uh, Kevin Porter Jr. There was was a ton of juniors, but the thing I thought was funny was that he said, Houston becomes a wall of juniors with John Wall. And I looked up wall of juniors, like, is that a phrase? Is that a reference to anything? Nope, it wasn't. (laughs) Just something Taylor made up, wall of juniors. (laughs) So I thought that was funny. Um, Timothy413 did an O-brother trade where he tried to collect as many brothers on one team as he possibly could. Why I thought this trade was funny. So he ended up with like Caleb and Cody Martin, the Ball brothers. Um, He got Costas, the last remaining Antetokounmpo brother. He got the other two uh, Holiday brothers. But I thought it was funny that in the trade, he sends out Brooke Lopez in the trade. Didn't How even didn't you? even try to get Robin. So I thought that was interesting. Trying to trade him all day. Everybody's trying to trade Robin all day. Can't even get him in the trade. We had a couple people do the try to get as many guys from the 2013 draft on the Thunder as possible. And a couple people yeah. were able to get like six or seven. Um Yeah, that's a good call. Top shot, top shop, shop talk. <laughs> top Top Shot Shop Talk, but then their handle is Top Shop Shop Talk. Uh, they traded for Javon Carter, Dario Saric, JaVale McGee, and Dylan Windler so that their jersey numbers would spell out 42069. I'm sure Luke would really like that one. Honestly, if I wasn't out. if I wasn't gonna award it to driving the paint, I might award it to I am Kev Kevbot, who truly did the real Psycho behavior trade. He traded Shea Gilgis Alexander straight up for Patrick Beverly. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That is true psycho behavior. <laughs> Sending him back to the Clippers with nothing in return, really. <laughs> and just Patrick Beverly just smiling at everybody on the camera. I can just picture it now. I mean, that would help the tank. 
So you know. it would it would certainly help the tank, but does it help the future of the Thunder? I would argue, no. <laughs> Probably not. I think fan the fan base would revolt. So yeah, I like I like your should. idea because I did see that one with the the hyphenated names. If we're not going to do uh, Marquise, Chris, Paul, George Hill, um, I, like I love that. I love I love that so much. I think that's so good. So we'll give it to Evan. Is it Evan ATM or Evan ETM? I think it's ETM. Okay, Evan ETM. Evan ETM. Okay, so that yep. that concludes the second annual Down to Dunk Trade Awards. Uh, recapping it real quick. Our Thunder playoff push trade category one, I can't even remember. I don't know why I started talking to, to, to recap everything. I did not write down who won. <laughs> Can you tell me, Andrew? We gave it to Benelephant King. Benelephant King. King. I'm not going to do the... Okay, category yep. two was Taylor Lynch 12. That was Thunder Tank Trade. Yes. Category yes. three, the... That's probably my favorite. Uh, by the way, that's probably my favorite trade. That feels like it could actually and that was happen. Ken really Williams, that. Mike Muscala for Kevin Knox, Ignaz Bradzikis, and the Detroit 2021 second rounder. Category three, the non-Thunder playoff yes. push trade goes to Driving the Paint, Ronald Swanson. Category four, Friends of the Tank trade. That one goes to uh, Grayson Wilbanks for that disgusting trade involving Mason Plumley and DeLon Wright. <laughs> Ish Smith, Robin Lopez. And then the Category 5, Psycho Behavior, <laughs> goes to Evan ETM for his all-hyphenated team. Trying to mess with Chris Fisher. So congratulations. Big. I will uh, DM all of you to get your addresses and send you a Poku or a Maladon. Maybe I'll give you a choice. Maybe I'll let you choose. What would you, what would you, what would very, you choose, nice. Andrew? Poku. Poku. 100%. I'm going... All, All upside. upside. Man, All upside. Poku needs a top shot moment. We just got uh, Teo's first one, um, which was exciting. Yep. Didn't get it because it costs hundreds of dollars, but Whoa, that was a, that's a wild one to me. That's There's a lot of wild ones out well, there. Well, Andrew, one it is a rare. Top, it is a rare to be, to be clear, but I, re- I really would I like get it. a Poku. I get and it. There's not going to be one in the upcoming like big drop that we all, like the pre-order drop. So I don't know when we're going to get it. Yeah. When is that happening? When is the when are we getting uh, our pre-orders? As early as Sunday, probably through next like Wednesday or Thursday. Can't yeah. wait. Can't wait. We'll open them. We gotta open them live, I, I believe. Did we all uh, get yeah. one? Yeah. Did all of us get one? All of the yeah. down to dunk guys? Okay. We should all open them live. We, maybe at halftime of one of the upcoming games we can. Uh speaking of upcoming games, Alex. Let's take a look at the mm. Thunder schedule. I don't know if people can read this. If it's too small, is this too no, small? Works. How about now? Is this better? Okay. So the upcoming schedule for the Thunder is oh my a bit gosh, of a cake so easy in my opinion. So they get Dallas on Thursday in OKC. Dallas second out of a back-to-back. We've already talked about that. Uh, don't love that. Uh, Saturday, March 13th, I believe this is a 1 p.m. Mm. tip, is the Knicks in OKC. Uh, can't wait for that either. Sunday, I believe this is also a 1 p.m. tip, Memphis Grizzlies. Now, the thing about the Knicks and the Grizzlies is that they are a they are two try-hard teams. True. Which does help OKC's cause. And there are so, like, I think the Bulls are a try-hard team, and... Maybe the Atlanta Hawks under new coach can be a try-hard team. I don't know. But 
this is up until the trade deadline. So Dallas, Knicks, Grizzlies, Bulls, Hawks, Rockets. What's um is Christian Wood going to be back by then? Do we know? Um, I don't know. Is he back? I hope so for their sake. Yeah. Uh, Monday, March 22nd at the Timberwolves. Gross. And then Wednesday, March 24th will be the last mm. game against Memphis at home uh, that the Thunder play before the trade deadline, which is March 25th. So it's about as cake as it gets and then it does get a little bit more difficult then it's boston dallas toronto phoenix portland detroit charlotte cleveland philly utah golden state like there's there will be some tough ones coming up and the thunder i think their strength of schedule i think they have like the ninth most difficult schedule for the second half of the season so it's it's tough and then you get i don't know like They play Sacramento three times at the beginning of May, which is wild to me. Uh, I don't know what kind of position they'll be. I don't know if they're pushing for the play-in. It doesn't feel like they can do that. So those will be some interesting games for OKC. Uh, But I'm I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to see what happens. I think there's a lot of wait and see going on uh, within you know, the Thunder organization within the fan base, obviously as well on where they're going to end up. So should be, should be interesting. And we get back at it on Thursday. Uh, Alex, any closing thoughts? How, when, when, how long do you think it will take before we see the first trade? Do you think we're still like a week away? Cause there hasn't been a ton of rumors yet. No, I think, I think it'll be like most every season where it's, You've already had the the big trade earlier this season with James Harden, and then I think most teams are going to wait till the deadline. Mm, I don't like that. And it's and it's be, it's because teams want to see everything that's out on the table before they make a decision. They don't they don't want to, especially when you're talking about role players, because I think guys will become available that teams aren't anticipating. And so I think teams just ultimately want to wait until the deadline. So I would be surprised if we had a lot of activity before then. Um, I would not be surprised to see PGA Tucker move before then. I would not be surprised to see Victor Oladipo move before then. Uh, But as far as Thunder stuff goes, I'd be a little surprised. And the Thunder probably want to wait too, especially I think teams want George Hill. And I think they are waiting to see. And it altogether makes me glad that they made all the trades they did before the season started because I don't know if they could have traded Dennis Schroeder um, during this season. I don't know if they could have traded a lot of these guys. Um, so I'm I'm grateful that they made the trades. That they okay, did so Andrew, they by the trade deadline, are there more or less teams with a worse record than the Thunder right now? So right now there are eight teams with a worse record than the Thunder. We just talked mm-hmm. about that schedule. By the trade deadline, are there uh-huh. more or less than eight teams that have a worse record than the Thunder? It's hard to say without looking at the schedules of the other teams. Andrew! I would say it's... You have to answer. I think it's... It's probably... It's more It's more likely to be more. Because I don't... Because I don't... I don't know. They're only a game back from the Hawks. Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. One and a half back of Indiana. 
who Indiana should be getting some players back yeah. to. Man, it's such. A, this is. I, I just cannot overemphasize how strange this season is as well. I just cannot. I had no idea it. that Chicago was ahead of those two teams. Chicago really should make a playoff push trade. Why not? Like with that big auto yeah, order expiring, They're, they want to. Yeah. I mean, Al Horford to Chicago makes a lot of sense in a lot of ways. Uh, he would help them quite a bit. All right. But, but yeah, that's, uh, that's all I've got. Thunder play again Thursday night and then have two uh, midday games on Saturday and Sunday. Hope you guys have a great rest of your Wednesday. Make sure that you're following Alex on Twitter at AlBabyCakes. <clears throat> Make sure you're following me on Twitter at Andrew K. Schlecht. Make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. Just search down to dunk. Hit subscribe. If you're watching right now and you're not subscribed, hit subscribe. Have a great day. Talk to you guys again on Friday. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.